Aloha, welcome to Talk Story, a podcast for the pilots of Hawaiian Airlines. I'm First Officer Sean Lee, joined by HAL MEC P2P Chair First Officer Sam Strobel. All the way from the mainland, we've got uh, National SPSE Chair Captain Wes Reed and ALPA Executive Vice President Captain Sean Creed. Hey guys, how's Hawaii? Aloha. Aloha. This is awesome. Enjoying yourself? The weather is gorgeous, man. Oh, yeah. You brought your families down, too. Brought brought Uh, my family, yep. Good time. Uh, Better than the Midwest weather. (laughs) Where are you guys from? Uh, Indiana. Indiana? Memphis. Got my daughter out of school uh, for winter break on Thursday. Wow. And uh, brought them out here on Sunday. You guys picked a good time to come, too. You missed the torrential flooding. Yeah, we heard it was like 12 inches of rain. It was crazy. We just did uh, two solid days of uh, training uh, in the room next door there. Uh, just give us a recap. What did we talk about and what did we do in the last couple of days? Well, you know, you guys are coming into negotiations here. Um, you've been early openers for about six months now. And uh, time came to make sure that all the key committees that are here at Hawaiian Airlines, MEC, are trained and ready to go to support the negotiating committee. Uh, MEC has some goals they want to achieve in this next contract uh, for the pilot group and their families and the future of the Hawaiian pilot profession. And so uh, there's certain key committees at the MEC here that uh, they stand up, the P2P committee, the SPSC committee, family awareness, communications, it's always here, but want to make sure that all those committees know their role in the process, how they can do their jobs better. We can always do better, right? We're always trying to better ourselves as human beings and professionals. And uh, so we came here to offer some tips from the national level that we've seen over the years. Uh, I've been doing SPSC and pilot leadership work for a long time, been a volunteer at Alpha for 20 years. And, you know, Sean's in the same boat as me, Sean. Yeah, no, I got my start uh, 03, doing Alpha work, local level, LEC, uh, grievance rep, and also as a sec treasure. Then uh, came back on board and uh, as master chairman for two terms. Stayed on for another two terms as master uh, MEC uh, sec treasure. Uh, then came on the national SBSC after I stopped doing my uh, local work. I've uh, been doing that since I think 15 or 16. I can't quite remember when I came on. And then uh, got suckered into doing the EVP's position. So I do that. So we're all multitasking. It's Alpa is like you start off at one thing and you end at the other and... It, yeah, you kind of just ping ball your way through it. Huh? You can yeah. never leave. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah you can never right? leave. Well, we're talking about uh, volunteering. We got a new volunteer. We got Sam Strobel here. You're a 330 FO, and you're the new P2P chairman. What is P2P? What are you guys doing? Yeah, so P2P, uh, we are kind of the uh, messaging force for the uh, MEC um, to spread the message uh, from the MEC out to the pilots and also uh, relay. Uh, pilot concerns back to the MEC. Um, we wear the red lanyards. That's the uh, biggest indicator of you know who is available, who is on the P2P committee. Um, overall, yeah, we're just kind of the the vessel for uh, to get information in and out to the MEC. I mean, uh, we're going to be standing up the P2P committee uh, here starting in January. Um, currently, have about ten volunteers. Um, always looking for more to expand uh, the committee and uh, really work on uh, just, you know, getting the, uh, the message out. And you folks have been hard at work uh, from when was the survey? Survey was. Yeah, we kind of uh, we kind of spearheaded that whole contract survey. That was July of this past year. Um, so you guys have been hard we at work doing, since July yep. and, and in the crew room. And, and, and We did. We had some visibility in the crew room during the survey. Uh, we're going to be standing up. Uh, 
the crew uh, crew room sits more. Again, starting in January, uh, we'll have two pilots um, once a week in the crew room, and then uh, probably expand on that uh, as we get a little bit further into Section Six. And then we've got uh, more in-person events coming up al- along the horizon as well that P2P will be integral in, right? We do, yep. First pub night, January 10th at uh, Honolulu Beer Works in town. And then um, we're going to have a pub night, I believe it's, uh, I don't know the date, but it's later in January in Maui. Um, and we'll, be, we'll have P2P volunteers there and ready. So, Sean, we've, you, you represent how many, how many airlines? You've uh, five. Five five yeah. airlines in in our, our B block as it is as B1 I just group. learned a B one group. Yep. The uh, uh, of those five airlines, P two P plays a pretty strong role amongst the pilot group to keep things together. Can you oh yeah explain how that works and the history behind P two P? If we kind of go back to the history of P two P, so there was a, a seminal event that happened back in eighty five during the United Pilot contract negotiations that have ended up leading into a very oh, twenty nine day strike, I believe it was. Yep, and um, so Rick Dubinsky, who at the time was the SPSC, what was known as the strike committee back then at United, um, had an epiphany one night talking to his wife at the dinner table and uh, trying to explain what was they were looking at as they were moving closer to a potential strike at United Airlines. And she basically said, I don't understand. And that really kind of led to his epiphany to say, oh, man, it, this strike is going to be won at the kitchen table. And so... Really, that whole P2P outreach is kind of an outgrowth from that to say it's not just the pilots don't need to understand this, the whole family down the line, everybody who's connected to that pilot who relies on that job needs to understand the reasons why we're doing things. And so the P2P was kind of a way, an outgrowth to get that information loop to the families, to the pilots, and really do more physical outreach to the pilots as a whole. And so that was really kind of the, gen- the genesis of the P2P. And it's kind of evolved over time. And um, one of the best examples where P2P is really used quite extensively is Endeavor. Um, there are about 1,800 pilots. And they have uh, a goal to have 90 P2P reps for their entire airline. So that's pretty big. How big is that? How big is their uh, pilot group? 1,800 pilots. 1,800 pilots. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So 90 yeah, so it's a quite a quite a big volunteer group. Uh, it's tough to maintain with the you know the churn that they see now at Endeavor. I think they're like seventy or eighty, pretty consistently. But um, they use that as a really um, their messaging tool and communication tool from their MEC down to the pilot group. And you get a really quick turn time as far as people getting their questions answered, be able to reach out and see the guys online and say, "Hey, I heard this. What can you tell me?" And uh, it's really great. It's big for communications, Wes. We we were in uh, the seminar just a few hours ago talking about uh, how communications works with airlines, and some things can and can't be put into writing. And P two P is a good grassroots effort to put messages out there. Yeah, well, I think P two P really offers us a chance uh, because we do better, you know, on the flight deck, talking one on one in the crew room, in the terminals, in the hallways, at the hotel layovers, at the bars, you know what's going on at the airline what's going on with our families and every time we get a chance to sit down like that in small groups the conversation has a chance to grow and evolve and expand and really helps to people that have questions if they can sit down and listen to a volunteer that has a deeper understanding of an issue whether it's negotiations whether it's on a you know retirement issue or a airline growth issue or things like that and hear directly from the people that actually are working at the table for them every day. Um, 
the P2P, they get their talking points from the MEC and the negotiating committee as to what's actually going on. What are we seeing? What are we hearing? What are the pilots concerned about? Because as members, you're talking to your reps all the time. You're emailing them, you're phone calling, you're texting them and saying, hey, this is great. This is screwed up. And they take that direct feedback from you as the line member and make sure the talking points about what they're trying to make sure you understand gets put out to the pilot pilot network. So these guys in the red lanyards, these gals in the red lanyards and the badges, when they're out in the crew room in the hallway at the hotel and you see that red lanyard, go talk to them. They're, they're approachable. They're trained to be there to provide answers to you as a pilot. They're one of your direct conduits to find out information that's going on today that's important to you and your family and profession of Hawaiian pilots across the board. Now, you know, Sam talked about, you know, trying to expand the committee here in the future. The P2P is a great way to get involved in Apple work. The, they provide the information for you. We train you. We give you what the tools you need to be successful. So if you like talking to other pilots, and most of us do, right? There's a few I of think us. Everybody here likes to talk. Yeah. You know, there's a few that are <laughs> quiet, but you know, for the most part, we're very social animal, social creatures. Well, and that's how I that's how I came on to be committee chair was just by joining P2P committee. You know, someone reached out and said, Hey, do you want to talk to pilots? And you know, next thing you know, you're chair. So yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a great way to get involved. Yeah. Crazy how that works. Yeah. It may not be what you ultimately wind up want to do because everybody has their own personal interests, but it's a great way to get introduced to Alpa and the work we do, and the people that are working on behalf of you every day to try and make you and your family's lives better. And it may not be what you wind up in, but it may be a it's a conduit for you to go do something else: safety, uh, security, grievance stuff, whatever. Uh, but it's a great intro to Alpa work. Sam, you spent a solid couple weeks in the crew rooms you've talked to a lot of pilots and and what kind of what kind of things do people come up and talk to you about and uh, what's some of the bizarre things that people ask you oh geez yeah we got all sorts of questions i mean it, it is amazing once you kind of have that red lanyard on and you say hey we're the voice of the uh mec what people come up and ask you and tell you um i do just want to i want to definitely uh kind of reiterate the the fact that we might not have all the answers but we we can point you in the right direction of you know uh kind of like human darts i guess where you file a dart and uh we can point you in the right direction and tell you where to get that particular answer but uh yeah during the contract survey man it was interesting especially with the vaccine uh rollout you know we had a lot of questions about what was going on with the vaccine mandates and uh things like that um you know we uh the, some of the duty officers actually were asking us questions too. Was, you know, they, they didn't really know our role and were asking us uh, some technical questions with uh, like the iPads and the JEPs and things like that. So, and which we helped them out with, but you know, we, that wasn't quite our, our role down there in the crew room. But uh, I think, I think the biggest challenge and which is why we're doing this podcast is just uh, helping people understand exactly what P2P committee is there for, you know? It's funny, nine times out of ten, when I'm in the lounge, people are asking me questions about the iPad. And right. I think they just see a millennial, and they're like, hey, how do I turn airdrop on? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. That's so true, man. Yeah. Wes, can you talk about the interaction between the P2P volunteers at the P2P committee and the MEC and how they're plugged into information from the MEC? Well, so the line pilots, you elect the reps. You make sure that the people in office that you want to represent you and your concerns for you and your family and what you want to have done at the table negotiations-wise in the contract. So uh, because of that direct interaction you have with them, they really should be understanding what you want. Uh, and because they're directing the negotiating committee as to things they want to work on at the table, 
and they get that feedback from them, they can take those talking points, those ideas of what's going on behind the scenes, and then I can identify those certain key points that are reflective of the goals of the Hawaiian pilots and the Hawaiian MEC and their, their strategic plan they have, and make sure those things are put out to you so you understand better as what their, your members and your reps are doing for you. You elect them to go represent you at the table and negotiations and grievances to make the Hawaiian pilot profession better, um, the alpha pilot profession better um, for us and our families. And it's important that you get that info back from that you're looking for. So you get that info disseminated to you on a face-to-face manner where you can ask questions about the content and you can try and figure out what other things are going on behind the scenes. And what you should expect out of your P2P volunteer is that they're listening to you. They're not just talking at you. They're talking with you. They're sharing a story that they have about what's going on on your behalf every day at the table so that you can understand better and so that you can give your feedback back to them as to, hey, that's great information. What about X? What about Y? Here's something I'm concerned about. So then they will take that info from you as the line member and get it back to the reps and to the MEC and negotiating committee so that they can look at what are making our pilots tick? What are they concerned about? What else do we need to address with them? And they can develop new talking points. It's a great feedback loop, but you should be, you should be expecting your, your P2P volunteers to be listening to, to you, actively listening to us. We don't always do a good job as pilots, right? We like to talk. We like to go on. And it's, we talk about the thing we're excited about, and we just go on and on and on. But we have to take a minute to actually sit and listen to you, listen to the other side of the, the flight deck, and hear what they have to say so we can make that best decision what we're going to do, go, we're going to do moving forward. And let's maybe wrap things up here with uh, a, a discussion of why a engaged line pilot is so important. If I'm just flying the line and I really don't care what's going on in the union or anything else in the world, uh, why should I be engaged? We'll start with you, Sean. Uh, well, you know, I, I think it comes back to the same, you know, just a simple concept of, you're, you know, in your own day-to-day life, if you didn't open your mail when it came, all right, you know, you'd kind of be shocked if you your house is getting repoed, okay? So it, it's, it's just good practice to stay involved. I mean, uh, let's face it, we spend, you know, 50% of our, our lives every month, depending on how many days off you have, at work. I mean, this is a huge chunk of our life. So... You know, we have to be involved. It's requirement to be involved because if we don't stay involved, it, you know, one day you're going to wake up and you're not going to know where you are. You know, how did I get here and why is this happening? So I, I think it's just, you know, just a good responsibility, personal responsibility to be involved. I mean, you don't have to be somebody who's just totally down in the dirt involved like Wes and I who are in national positions. But, you know, come to your local meeting, come to your pub night, come to the family awareness events and just read the fast reads, ask questions. You know, because, you know, if you don't ask those questions, maybe nobody will. And you know what? You might have a good idea that gets overlooked. So it's just, it's, you know, we're better when everybody's involved. If you want a better government, be a better citizen. It comes down to that. Wes? Uh, I think the main reason to be involved is that the company is looking at you and what you're doing. And if you're not engaged with your union, you're not back there supporting them, it's really hard for your negotiating committee to negotiate anything on your behalf. Um, at the beginning of the negotiations, usually people aren't tuned in yet. They're still, you know, at the beach. They're still surfing. They're still rock climbing. They're riding their bike, whatever, uh, without their family doing stuff like that. Um, but as negotiations go along, they start paying attention, and they start giving feedback, and they start coming to pub events, start coming to the aquarium, and start doing things with their fellow pilots. And management sees that, 
they see so they see the lanyards in the crew room. They see the red the red lanyards walking around talking to pilots. They see people sitting down at the coffee shops, asking questions, being engaged. And because they see more and more pilots paying attention, they start paying more and more attention to your negotiating committee and what they are telling them. The negotiating committee is telling them what you want and what your family wants, what they expect from Hawaiian Airlines as far as a contract goes. They're recognizing your contributions to this corporation, this company, this lifestyle. And the more of you that are engaged, the more of you that are involved, the more likely they are to listen to them. And that's why it's so important. If you're not engaged, you're not supporting your union, you're not supporting your negotiating committee, it's really hard for them to get things done for you and your family, which is what you're paying dues for, right? We're paying dues we have somebody to go out there and negotiate on our behalf, represent us at the table, take care of us when we get in trouble. If you're not behind them, it's really hard for them to get that message across the man that says, hey, look at us. We're one group. We're not 900 individual pilots. We're one solid group. These are the guys and gals that are talking about us and our needs at the table. Listen to them. Sam, why should uh, pilots come up to you and have a chat with you and your volunteers? Well, because the uh, MEC and the NC, you know, they don't know what they don't know. So the only way they're going to find out what the wants of the pilots are is to come talk to us, tell that, tell us what they want, and then, you know, we can relay that to the MEC and the NC. You know, that's kind of the, the main goal of P2P is just to be the... Uh, the relay of information between the pilots and the uh, MEC. So uh, when you guys see that the, the red lanyards, you know, definitely come up and chat. Um, we're going to be starting to increase our visibility, and uh, that's what we're here for. We're here everything to from to reserve you. rules to crew meals to, to to technical support with the iPad and your JEPS, <laughs> <laughs> even for duty officers. Yeah, that's right. All right. Thanks, guys, for joining us. This is uh, Talk Story, a podcast for the pilots of Hawaiian Airlines. If you have a question, email us at howcommunications at alpha.org or file a dart at dart.alpha.org. We'll see you next month. Aloha. Hey there, friends. It's Tank. If you have a crew meal issue, log on to Hal Alpa and submit your crew meal discrepancy form.